0: You are listening to Game of Growth, a podcast for by TruePush, the favorite TruePush notification platform of more than 20,000 marketeers and developers. On this show, you will listen to behind the scenes of exciting market journeys, ups and downs of businesses, and the impeccable survival story. And here we go. Welcome back to episode number 56 on your favorite weekly podcast, Game of Growth. I'm your host, Tina Verma. Now, today's discussion is going to be something very informative to the audience. Our today's guest is Kavita, who has experience in the data science industry and currently is working with HCL Technologies as the data scientist. So, uh, welcome, Kavita. How are you doing?
1: Uh, hi, Tina. Thank you for having me on your show. I'm doing great. How are you?
0: I'm doing amazing, Kavita. And it's really glad, uh, we are glad to have you here on the show today. So, uh, moving ahead, uh, Kavita, as an industry expert on AI, what is your learning so far in the journey? Um,
1: okay, uh, so the, the the thing is, everybody n- thinks that data science is a very esoteric topic; it has a lot of barrier to entry and all that. But uh, from my experience, I realize that it's not so. Uh, the only the only thing you need to uh, be comfortable with is um, number crunching uh data science and ai if if i want to be very specific about it ai okay. may have a lot of uh, theoretical math in it but um, when you take baby steps into data science it is a gradual progress and uh, it is not a very difficult uh uh domain to break into mm-hmm. uh, in terms of you know picking up skills so um i have been uh, i started out as an operations research analyst in my okay. company um, and uh, for people who don't know what it is, um, it is basically um, optimization methods using um, uh, theoretical um, um, mathematical uh, models. Mm-hmm. Um, so the transition to data science has been a little smoother for me because of course data science also has a lot of statistics and mathematics in it. Right. Uh, but yeah, but, but for people who aspire to be data scientists and do not have a strong math background, it is not a, it is not a great barrier to entry all you need to do is uh, brush up on your basic s- statistic skills and data analysis, and um, let's say the the basic Excel uh, related uh, you know functions that you generally see like a sum or an average, or a mean, uh, such things. So for 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 people who aspire uh, to get into the the field, please don't be uh, uh, deterred by how much you need to study, but be motivated by how exciting the journey is going to be.
0: So that's Wonder. what I.
1: Yeah. Mm-hmm.
0: Wonderful. Uh, Kavita, AI ML has changed our lives for the betterment. So what, according to you, is the most impactful solution AI uh, has been driving, which you are
1: personally intrigued by? Oh, yeah. So uh, <laughs> the one thing that people have been trying to crack is um, understanding language. Because though language has a set of grammatical rules, there is a lot of uh, unsaid things that a person conveys through language. You know, we have, um, like, your, you have your idioms, you have your uh, <laughs> double meanings, as we call them. Mm-hmm. So there are a lot of contextual things, which is not just um, uh, related to the word itself, but a combination of words, right? Right. Which is what we call semantics, mm-hmm. right? So, uh, so what people are trying to do is uh, try to translate from one uh, one language to another, not just words, but ideas, which are a little mm-hmm. more complex, so uh, this has been intriguing me for a very long time now. And uh, there is it is a budding research area. It is called uh, Natural Language Processing, or NLP. Um, and uh, these days, what's happening is that uh, a lot of people are bilingual. So apart from their own mother tongue, they know one more language. Mm-hmm. And they are comfortable in uh, in typing or talking in a mixed language, where parts of the words are in one language, and the other parts are in another language. Right. So, so these are very difficult for uh, your machine learning models to understand and uh, predict so mm-hmm. that is one very intriguing uh, uh, problem that i've been looking at and uh, hopefully we'll make a breakthrough
0: amazing uh, so uh, kavita today we are facing the problem of uh, the global pandemic covid-19 mm-hmm. tomorrow it could be something else uh, and we never know right so right. Uh, how AI plays a crucial role in such situations? Uh, we would like to know your thoughts on um, using the agnostic approach to solve the solutions. So,
1: absolutely, absolutely, I understand. So, uh, so one thing that everybody does uh, in terms of um, you know uh, handling a situation or optimizing a situation first is forecasting. They try to forecast an event or you know the demand or the number of patients that we might get or the number of beds required you know, uh, over the next few weeks or days. So the one thing that people need to understand is a time series, right? Because, mm-hmm. uh, uh, so so uh, every forecast is a time series because um, you have to predict it every day and what happens on one day affects the next day's um, uh, prediction. Right. So Yeah, So so what AI has been trying to do is come up with better and better models to make the predictions as accurate as possible. So uh, and this does not apply to just um, you know demand forecasting in business it is also for uh, so a lot of um, a lot of these uh, hackathons during that came during the crisis uh, had focused on um, predicting the patient numbers f- so that uh, hospitals can uh, optim- you know optimize their uh, bedding um, you know uh, they can also figure out how many um, uh, patients they can handle at a time how long they can uh, uh, you know admit a patient with them so all this was happening. A lot of, a lot of, a lot of capacity planning was happening, mm-hmm. and the 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 first point of all of this is your forecasting. So that is one way where AI is playing a crucial role, um, in uh, helping not just uh, uh, private sectors but also public sectors, administration, and a lot of uh, the society. Mm-hmm. Absolutely,
0: oh, I think um, agnostic uh, approach is a well. Uh, consider solution design which ensures that your technology preference are not mm. dictating how to solve a problem but absolutely. that the problem is driving the technology choices instead absolutely absolutely i agree with you so uh, moving ahead uh, kavita how is conversational ai relevant in today's world has it been really efficient in comparison uh, to human interaction what are your thoughts on this
1: okay uh, it's a great question actually um, because conversational ai is something close to my heart Mm-hmm. Um, so, uh, of course, people have been trying to achieve near human uh, level of uh, computer interaction for many years now. Um, and recently, uh, a company called OpenAI has uh, has created waves in the industry because uh, they came up with um, a, a conversation. So, they came up with a language model, which was uh, achieving state of the art results in uh, conversational AI. So it was the, the, their, their model was uh, capable of having uh, not just formal interactions but also informal interactions with, uh, with uh, humans. And um, it was making very coherent arguments, it was making debates. It was able to do everything that you can expect uh, uh, from a human. So mm-hmm. I think that uh, in terms of efficiency, there is no doubt uh, a lot of research and a lot of uh, you know compute time can make it happen. Uh, but its relevance in uh, in the the world as such would be quite a difficult thing to uh, to judge because sometimes conversational AI can replace a lot of monotonous conversations like you know your your customer uh, service um, discussions or let's say your um, uh, your you know ideal receptionist tasks where you right. have to yeah so those can be uh, achieved but uh, uh i'm not sure if it can completely replace human human interaction mm-hmm. so yeah so you, we still have apprehensions about it the extent of its of its application but there's no doubt that uh, that level of uh, you know fineness can be achieved
0: i completely agree with you um, Kapita, on this mm-hmm. So uh, moving ahead, is there any time you felt that AI is not really helpful? Um, any areas you personally don't want to advocate an AI-based solution and would uh, rather prefer it the way it is the human way? Uh,
1: okay, uh, so I that probably would be a little counter to my role because mm-hmm. I work as a scientist. <laughs> but. Uh, but um so i i i know that a lot of people think uh, it's easy if you just uh, take a off the shelf model and run it on your data then you're going to get the results but um what i would ideally say is uh, any kind of tool be it a data science tool or a, or a statistics tool or anything should be uh, should be a means to an end and should not be an end in itself right mm-hmm. okay? so if you have a business problem i suggest start take a top down approach rather than a bottom up bottom up approach because you have to implement a data science model or, or or a machine learning model you don't have to look for business problems you if you find a business problem and you you think that human effort can only take it so far that's when you bring in artificial intelligence uh-huh. so so you know sometimes people go for overkill like they use uh, you know really huge models for uh, time uh, for time series prediction you don't need it because maybe your your business can work well even if there is a slight amount of error in your predictions so it's more about how much quality you require versus how much time you are wasting in so so what happens is your machine learning models they have a lot of they take a lot of compute time Mm -hmm. They, they they take a lot of time to run it takes a lot of time to build the model figure out what your input should be get your data clean your data it's a huge process it's a huge pipeline so you need to figure out if it's worth the investment in building a model versus uh, can you use traditional models and be okay with the results mm-hmm. so i won't i, I can't give you a, a, a you know business to business or a or a situation to situation solution but i can tell you that uh, before you zero in on the solution you should know what your problem exactly is that that kind of gives you a better idea as to how much uh, you're okay with having a less accuracy uh, and how much complex your model needs to be. Um, so, so to give you an example, um, a lot of these uh, banks are using uh, uh, machine learning models to uh, figure out whom to give a loan and whom not to give a loan. Mm-hmm. Right? Now, the problem here is there there are lots of legal issues that are happening because um, uh, the GDPR rules in uh, in Europe and US they uh, they expect the the banks to explain to their customers why they took a certain action on their case. Mm-hmm. so if you, you can't just say uh you can't just say to the customer that i rejected your loan application because the model asked me to right it doesn't make sense to them right mm-hmm. so uh, you, you should be able to explain your models so if you're i would say that if you are able to explain your model explain your decisions then please go ahead use your you know machine learning or ai models but if you think that you know it is too much of a of a, of a problem, then you should probably resort to uh, resort to more traditional methods. Right.
0: Um, a very small follow up question uh, to this, Kavita. Any since you're in the data science industry itself, could you suggest any softwares or tools that people are using uh, now to uh, you know to find the solutions uh, for the existing problems?
1: I think a lot of people are using uh, Python, and I personally use Python myself. Mm-hmm. And I've seen that it's one of the most flexible and uh, uh, most supported language in terms of libraries. So mm-hmm. you don't have to build everything from scratch. You can just put together those parts that make sense to you and get your uh, solution to your problem. So yeah, I, right. I think, I, yeah.
0: So um, any, any parting thoughts uh, which you would like to share uh, uh, with the audience and you know enthusiasts out there who are trying to uh, explore their careers in the same industry as yours?
1: So um, okay, uh, so for all the aspirants in machine learning um, uh, uh, space or basically data science space, I would say uh, instead of instead of uh, going online and just saying uh, beginner data science, I would I would say you should probably look at uh, first understanding what data science is, and uh, maybe. Uh, enroll in these. Uh, th- there are a lot of free courses around. You know, uh, there is a there is a deep learning course and a, and a, and a machine learning course in uh, Coursera, which is essentially free for everyone. Mm-hmm. I would say, I would say first figure out if it's your cup of tea or not, because I understand it's easy to you know get into the whole uh, um, fad uh, mentality and just go with the flow now. Mm-hmm. But um, I would say take a take a basic course because it's more structured. Figure out if it's for you or not, and then. Uh, go ahead with whatever you know, whatever delights you, because um, sometimes what happens is people start with uh, data science, saying, "Okay, I want to be a data scientist," and then they in, they hate the journey. Mm-hmm. It, so I I don't want my the aspirants to have uh, a, a very uh, biased idea about uh, what data scientist uh, data science is and what a data scientist does. So so have talk to a lot of data scientists. Talk uh, look at the job uh, uh, descriptions and see if it's your cup of tea and then go ahead with it.
0: Perfect. Uh, Thank you so much, Kavita, for joining us today on the show. And uh, this is such an insightful discussion with the audience. Uh, Thank you so much. Stay safe.
1: Thank you so much, Sina. Thank you for having me over. Thanks for tuning into our
0: show, Game of Thrones. Make sure to subscribe for upcoming episodes and visit truepush.com to access more such interesting resources. If you like this podcast, do subscribe and leave us a feedback. Let us know how you're enjoying the show and until next time, take care.